0: Chris here and welcome to Amplified Wellness Podcast. Today I'm joined by a super special guest all the way from Toronto in Canada, Ariel Garten. How are you doing, Ariel?
1: Doing wonderfully. How are you, Chris?
0: I'm absolutely fantastic. So just to do a little intro for you, Ariel is the co-founder of Interaxon and the creator of Muse, the meditation headset device. So, those watching that aren't familiar, this is the little baby just here goes right on your head and I can't wait to um yeah find out a little bit more about some of the neuroscience and how this benefits the brain and the body uh so this this was uh your little creation RL. how um how did you come about creating this device
1: first of all I must say you have a white muse which is very special those are no longer in production
0: <laughs> I, I believe there's a, a new model out there the, the black version
1: Yeah. And then there's also Muse 2, which we can get into. But the story about how it was created. So my own background is a psychotherapist and a neuroscientist. And i was fascinated by the brain my entire life. And as a therapist, I was always trying to get my patients to meditate. And I'd say, come on, meditation is amazing for you. Let me teach you how to do it. And I would teach them, they would go home, and they would never do it. And so it became this very frustrating process of trying to get people to meditate because as a neuroscientist, I knew all of the benefits of meditation, how amazing it is for your brain and your body. Um, but I also recognized how hard it was to do. Mm. So prior to that, I had been working in a research lab with Dr. Steve Mann. He's like literally the, one of the inventors of the wearable computer. And he had an early brain computer interface system, a single electrode that you put on the back of your head. And we were using it to create concerts with your mind. So you'd put an electrode on your head and by focusing or relaxing, modulating your brain state, we could actually control music with our minds. And so I stood back and I said, oh my God, this is incredible. Like the world needs to know about this. So I got together with my co-founders, Chris and Trevor. We spent several years trying to figure out how to really use this technology. We used it to control the lights on tall buildings and poor thought controlled beers with your brain. And we finally stood back and kind of the penny dropped that the best use of this technology was to help people meditate. As cool as it was to try to control technology out there, a much cooler and far more valuable thing to do was to control our technology in here in our own minds. That's, and fabulous. Was born.
0: That's fabulous and I've, I've personally used uh, this older model Muse for, for about two years now and I absolutely love it. I, I have sporadically tried to meditate and I do find that this is um, very different to my normal traditional meditation. Are there um, benefits above and beyond traditional meditation by using this brain sensing device?
1: So I'll kind of explain how it works. And then we can talk about how using a Muse hyper, you know, pumps that meditation experience. If we wanted to get really technical about it, hyper pump, (laughs) not a technical term. Um, So, It's based on a traditional focused attention on the breath exercise. So often the first thing that you'll learn in meditation is focused attention on the breath. And in that, you focus your attention on your breath, your mind wanders, you notice that your mind has wandered, and then you return to your breath. So in doing this, what you're teaching yourself is a skill of metacognition, awareness of your own thinking. The skill of noticing when your mind is wandering into often negative, unproductive areas, and then the ability to disengage your mind from those wandering thoughts and put it back on a neutral object, in this case, your breath. When you do this, a number of pretty extraordinary things happen. One, you recognize that your mind moves and that you can actually shift the relationship with your own mind. And then two, you recognize you have a choice about where your mind goes. And three, you strengthen your attention. So in a typical meditation, You might be wandering one, two, three minutes until you're like, oh, right, my mom's wandering. I'm supposed to take it and bring it back to my breath. Right. And so if that act of wandering and noticing and returning is kind of like the bench press rep of meditation, that's like the work of the meditation, If that's what's strengthening your attention, strengthening your metacognition. In a regular meditation, you might do that one, two, four times in your 10-minute meditation. Yeah, yeah. With Muse, you're cued like instantly within a second, you know your mind has wandered and you can bring it back. And so in a 10 minute meditation, you can get like, you know, 100 reps in of that brain exercise, the noticing, returning and strengthening of your attention.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that because I do notice when I have used Muse as opposed to just normal meditation, I do feel like I've had a workout in my mind. Like it's very different to, um, I still feel the sense of calm and relaxation, but I do feel like my brain's been worked a lot more Um, so it was interesting because a lot of our listeners when I chat to them one they they talk about the challenges that they have sitting down and staying still and trying to focus and and I guess their their perception is that meditation should be that you should be completely still and your mind shouldn't be wandering but it it sounds like that wandering is actually part of the process and bringing it back in alignment with the, the breath
1: Totally. So one of the biggest misperceptions of meditation is that you're supposed to be doing nothing while you meditate. That's not at all what's going on. When you meditate, you're actually strengthening your brain's ability to pay attention and to choose what you're paying attention to. Mm -hmm. And so with Muse, rather than just sitting there wondering what's supposed to be happening in your mind, we actually give you guidance so that you can hear the sound of your mind. You can hear when it's wandering, and then you can be cued to return. So you're not just wondering what's going on inside. You're actually being shown what you're supposed to be doing during a focused attention practice. And so that really allows you to do it far more effectively and many more times during that period.
0: Absolutely. And I guess to give listeners some context about those cues um, from my experience, uh, there is a a central park theme on there uh, in New York where you, you could be sitting and having a meditation and you can hear people walking through central park and, the birds chirping but if your brain's super active then the noise just amplifies and you hear the traffic the honks of the, the the car horns and things like that so it's, it's really unique and quite fascinating to to have that application uh, be linked to meditation uh, it's really really quite cool
1: Thank you. Yeah, so we have quite a number of soundtracks. So you can choose what you want your mind to hear to sound like. And the basic metaphor we use is that your mind is like a storm. So when you're thinking distracted, you actually hear it as stormy or loud. And as you come to quiet, focused attention, you quiet the storm. So you might hear yourself as a beach. And as you begin to wander, the waves and the wind picks up. That becomes your cue to come on back to the gentle lapping of the waves and quiet the sound. And it's really quite effective. You really sound its as if you are hearing your own mind.
0: Absolutely. And with, with the the brain-sensing headband, what actually happens to your brain during a session on the Muse? like? Is it kind of- so
1: why don't I actually tell you about what happens in the brain during meditation in yeah. general, and then we can get a little bit more into the Muse itself. So one thing that most people don't realize is that meditation can make real, actual change in your brain. Um, There are over a thousand published studies talking about meditation's ability to shift your brain and your body. And some of the areas of your brain that are strengthened during meditation are the prefrontal cortex. So that's the attentional control center of your brain up here. It's our higher order processing. Um, And as you meditate, It begins to get stronger and thicker, and potentially, depending on how long you meditate, and improve its ability to function and regulate the rest of your brain. So, what you might see in a long-term meditator is a thicker prefrontal cortex. In one study by Dr. Sarah Lazar at Harvard, she saw a long-term meditator with the prefrontal cortex thickness of a 25-year-old. Wow! Um, So you're yeah, you're really maintaining this area of your brain potentially if you maintain your practice. Another thing that we see in long-term meditators is a potential decrease in the amygdala. So the amygdala is the fight-or-flight response. It's the thing that's making you go like, ah, this thing is scary. Um, And, you know, back in the olden days when there were real threats around us, fires, and we didn't have appropriate food or shelter, um, those, you know, our amygdala was firing Often. uh, These days, we don't really have those kinds of threats. And so our amygdala instead responds to, oh, no, that person doesn't like me. Oh, no, I got an email from my boss. Oh, no, traffic. Ah! Mm. Um, And so meditation can help you regulate your amygdala's response and your limbic system's response by helping it downgrade. And that's why often meditators don't react as angrily and they don't react as quickly um, in anger or in frustration because you've actually trained your brain to dim its uh, frustration fight-flight response in a way that can actually be extremely effective and helpful. Mm. So as you're using Muse, um, you are engaging all these areas of your brain just like you would in a regular focused attention practice that a lot of these studies are built upon. And what we're doing with the Muse is actually tracking what goes on in your brain. We're reading your brainwave activity. And brainwaves are the sum total of the electrical activity that's going on inside your head. So we're reading your brainwaves from the surface of your skull to specifically know when you're focused and when you're wandering, and then cue you to come back to focus.
0: Absolutely. And, and you mentioned the amygdala. I, so many people are stressed today. Uh, I, I see huge application for a device like that, or, or meditation in general just to calm people down. Like so many people have road rage. They, they have short attention spans, short tempers when it comes to work um, relationships, maybe um, yeah, regular use of something like news could help dim, dim that response and just bring people down to more of an, uh, a level base. Um, is it for advanced users or, or, or beginners? Like, or is, is It's suitable for everybody.
1: Absolutely. So we see both novices, people who've never meditated before, and experts love the device. So if you've never meditated before, Muse really shows you what you're supposed to be doing. It guides you step-by-step how to meditate. It shows you what's going on in your brain. And then it shows you what your brain was doing so that you can track and improve. And you can actually start to see your improvement session on session. If you're an advanced meditator then this is a completely fascinating tool because as a meditator, you're a consciousness explorer. You know, we spend a lot of time in meditation trying to understand the process of our thinking, the process of our internal state. And to have a tool that actually holds up a mirror to that, that makes that invisible process more visible and tangible, is amazing. It helps you really sharpen the quality of your attention and your wandering mind. So when you use Muse, you get real-time feedback during your experience, and then after the fact, you get data. You actually get graphs and charts that show you what your brain was doing moment by moment. And then there's a motivational architecture to keep you meditating because meditation is so amazing for you, but only if you do it regularly. And to build that regular practice actually takes motivation and engagement and calendar reminders and awards and all this kind of structure to keep you on the meditation bandwagon so that you can see those benefits.
0: You mentioned consistency is the key. Uh, Yes. is length. Um, important in, in meditation as well does it need to be 10 20 30 minutes or can it be one or two minutes but cons- consistently every day does it make a difference to the benefits or the
1: length it does yeah. so the more you can meditate the better it gets just like going to the gym yeah. um certainly doing a few push-ups is so much better than doing no push-ups and if you do three push-ups Every day before you go to bed or at the same time, you know you will slowly build a better body and then an ability and a capacity to continue to do more and more push-ups each day. Meditation is exactly the same. So if you're new to it and you, you know it's frustrating, just start with a minute or two a day. Mm. But the idea is that once you become comfortable with it, you build the capacity and the skill to expand the amount of time that you meditate. There are a number of studies using Muse, and one of them looks at people using these for 10 minutes a day for six weeks and demonstrates a number of benefits in the mind, the body, decision-making, cognitive function. Um, And then there's another study that looks at individuals starting at 10 minutes per day and then moving their way up to 20 minutes per day. And there we also saw a host of benefits, both in the mind and the body and and cognitive changes.
0: That's that's amazing. And this is uh, an area that I'm very passionate about, children's health being a, a, a parent of soon to be three children is it one, whoa congratulations thank you two two at the moment one due very very shortly um is it sort mm-hmm. of children because I, I know the, the benefits of meditation um but for children with learning uh, increasing attention spans uh, creative and logic uh, problem solving um should children be using devices like this as well
1: Uh, So meditation for children is amazing. There is an awesome study out of MindUp. They're an organization that teaches meditation to kids, and they showed that meditation with kids uh, in schools has a 15% increase in their math scores, which is awesome, and an even more impressive 25% increase in their pro-social behavior and about 25% decrease in their aggression. So teaching kids to meditate rocks. Um, we don't currently recommend using these with anyone under age 16 because of uh, GDPR, the uh, European privacy laws. Uh, you cannot allow anyone under 16 to use devices, more or less. Um, so we've just taken a really hard line stance and said, nope. Although I do know many parents who have been using these with their kids and having you know, great success there, we've now said no one under 16. We do have another app called Meditation Studio. And Meditation Studio is uh, an app that anyone can use um, for all ages. And there are actually meditations in there specifically for kids. We have one collection called Goodnight Kiddo that's actually meditations to help your children fall asleep.
0: Fabulous. (laughs) Who doesn't need that? (laughs) That's that's amazing. Um, I remember recently I did an interview with another neurologist. And I read his book, um, it was Dr. Dan Engel on uh, the concussion repair manual. And in Mm -hmm. his book, he spoke very highly of um, Muse and neurofeedback devices for helping heal the brain after traumatic brain injury. Um, Have you um, noticed any any benefit to this device with helping people with concussions or, or brain injury?
1: Uh, So we have a few studies looking at particularly that. So Spalding Rehab um, has been running a study looking at individuals with traumatic brain injury using Muse. Um, We don't have the results from that, but talking to the researchers, I know they're you know encouraging about the changes that you could see around um, uh, emotional regulation. But we haven't seen the study. Muse is not a medical device, so I can't comment specifically about its use in concussion. But I can tell you that I had a concussion. Uh, I have a three year old, and five weeks after giving birth, I got hit on the head. (laughs) Underslept, my brain was vulnerable, and I got a concussion. And so, certainly, meditation was key in my concussion healing. And all of the practice that I'd done with Muse allowed me to have this very, very robust go to meditation practice. Because the doctor tells you to lie there in the dark and do nothing. And it's very easy to spiral into you know mental discomfort in many many ways. And having a meditation practice at that moment just brings you to the peace and calm that you need to move through the process. To me, it was invaluable.
0: It's, it's incredible. And just to um, to recap and go back to you mentioned like some of the benefits of, of normal meditation. Mm-hmm. Are there any other? benefits for using Muse uh, to support meditation as opposed to just trying to meditate uh, without any uh, tech devices?
1: So we had one really interesting study using Muse with the Catholic University of Milan. And there they had students learning to meditate uh, one group with Muse and one group without Muse. In both groups, you saw improvements and changes, um, both in the mind and the body. Um, but in the group that was using Muse, you actually saw persistent shifts in brain activity that suggested that they were spending more time in states that were calm and focused even when they weren't using Muse. So when you looked at the brain activity of Musers versus non-Musers when they were not meditating, you actually saw these persistent shifts in the EEG patterns that suggested more calm and focus, which was incredibly cool.
0: That's that's very, very awesome. That's incredible. And... um you mentioned that uh, children should definitely be meditating, maybe not using news just yet, but um, I see huge, huge application for that uh, for children, especially today with um, issues with, with resiliency, uh, mental health issues and things like that, anything that can help create more um, mindful awareness and just responding in, in a calmer manner, like meditation seems to be the go-to for, for that. Um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say
1: oh, If we were all taught emotional self-regulation as kids, how much better would we be as a society?
0: Oh, absolutely. Like I, I see like so many people um, like just in their fight, fight or flight state permanently. Like they don't seem to get out of that. So meditation uh, definitely um, can bring you back into that rest and digest parasympathetic um, tone. So anybody that's listening, make sure that if you don't meditate, you need to start. Uh, a consistent practice. Um, look into investing in a Muse device. Um, I will, in the show notes, have um, a, a code so you can actually get a, a discount on one of the latest Muse devices. I, I'm yet to get one of the newer models. I've got the uh, the old version. Just to um, let our listeners know, what, what are the benefits with the upgrade in the, the new device as opposed to the white one?
1: So Muse 1, the one that you have, gives you real-time feedback on your brain while you meditate. In Muse 2, we added additional sensors. So they can give you real time feedback on your body, your breath, and your heart. So we added a PPG sensor on the forehead, and that actually tracks your heartbeat. So you can hear the beating of your heart like the beating of a drum. It's a totally beautiful experience, and it tunes your interoception, your ability to understand what goes on inside your body. There's also breathing exercises. So we're able to track each of your breaths, and we give you breathing patterns that help to increase your heart rate. Um, or decrease your heart rate as you need it. Uh, Most people don't know this, but as you breathe in, your heart rate goes up. And as you breathe out, your heart rate goes down. And so that's why breathing patterns with longer exhales allow you to spend more time in a state where your heart rate is decreasing its beat, um, allowing your body to cue itself to go further into rest and digest and parasympathetic. And then we also track your movement. So we can give you exercises to help you find stillness. When you find stillness in your mind, it's easier to find when your body. It's easier to find stillness in your mind, and we can f- help you find a comfortable posture for sitting and do walking meditation. So there's a whole other world adding the brain and the body together during feedback with feedback while you meditate.
0: No, no, that sounds fabulous. I definitely we'll be investing in the uh, the newer model. Uh, that all sounds fantastic to me, um, Ariel. I, I greatly appreciate you taking the, the time. To, yeah, to chat uh, on this podcast and yeah, share some of that with our listeners. I, I know it's super valuable. I, I personally find huge, immense benefit from meditating and using the Muse device, so I, I definitely endorse it and back it. Uh, I know it's late over there, so I appreciate you taking the time out of your evening. And, My pleasure. Uh, absolutely lovely to connect with you.
1: Totally wonderful and a joy to speak to everybody out there. Thanks. So happy meditating.
0: Have a, a fantastic evening.
1: Have a magnificent morning.
0: Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please show some love. Head on over to iTunes and leave an Amplified Wellness podcast review. And don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. Subscribe. Thanks for listening. Have an amazing day.